The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Debbie, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. You're dealing with a neighbor's a neighbor problem with your neighbor? Yeah, I, I call it a bad neighbor. It's not a drug addict or a noisemaker or somebody who's making our life intolerable, but um, I guess they took issue with um, basic misunderstandings, neighbor to neighbor. And they're right across the street from us, and it's really been bugging my husband that they're uh, cold-shouldering. And um, they're they, what? They I didn't hear the word. Cold, cold, cold-shouldering. Giving you, mm-hmm. okay, their nose <laughs> up in the air when you walk by or when they see right. you. Wave, so it, wave when the car goes. We wave. They don't wave back. Okay, um, so they're taking an air of moral superiority. Is it this a I husband and so. wife That's, team? Pardon? Is this a husband and wife team across the street, or is it just a, a single person? Who Who is it? Help it's, me. It's husband and wife, and they have uh, two young boys, and um, it seems to us that the young boys may have even been instructed to um, show some moral superiority. <laughs> okay, you like that term, huh? <laughs> it, it captures what they're doing. Yes, so there's... It, it so, it, right, and people when the, when people feel hurt, then many times if they don't feel it's if they say to themselves it's not use there's no use even trying to get through to uh, to Debbie you know it doesn't make any sense she she and her husband are just unreachable or they hurt us so badly I don't even want to try or we know their type of people you know we know it they did this to us and that's the end of the story then. Mm. Communication breaks down. It's like someone cuts the telephone wires. And right. I know there are no more telephone wires anymore, huh? <laughs> we all have cell phones. I, I get your point, though. Yeah. Um, so tell me what the misunderstanding was. And who's first tell me who's in your home. Is it you and your hubby? Do you have little ones, too? No, just my husband and I with two um, older children that are in and out. And we've known these neighbors for a number of years. They've been in our home. Okay, um, so these we, these we were them. former friends. And how old are your right. kids, just so I get a visual? 25 and 26, okay. and their children are probably uh, 12 and 14 or 11 and 13, somewhere in okay, that Okay, that's fine, yeah. And what was the misunderstanding? You've known them for many years, and you've gotten along for quite a while? We thought so. Okay. Um, it was... It was a joking call that my husband placed to them saying, we're having a party, we understand that there's a fight on television, and we're coming over for the party. And um, oddly enough, they gathered people and never called my husband and said, come on over to the party. Which sounds very, this sounds very petty when I'm saying it. Yeah, I'm not uh, following it quite. You called them and said that, who's having a party? My husband jokingly said, you're having a party and um, the fight's going to be on your TV at the party, and we're coming over. He was joking with him. Oh, uh, okay, thing. playing around, like something... Playing around. Yeah. Right? A guy-to-guy kind of yeah. joking, playing around thing. Um, well, they organized a party. They and, did. Um, so they took your husband seriously and planned a whole party. Did. And That's it was a spontaneous right. party. It's like in the old days, I can remember people used to say, come as you are. You had to you call somebody up and said, come the way you are dressed right now. And so it could be rollers in the hair or pajamas on <laughs> So this was like a spontaneous party? Well, it, it wasn't that day. It was uh, about a week later. Okay. And then um, we never, my husband never heard from them, so we didn't know that they had actually acted on his joke. 
and they expected him to uh, be there. Yeah. So long story short, they called us last minute and said the fight's about to come on or you're coming. Are you coming over? Yeah. And at that point, my husband could not because long story short, again, he happened to have invited an old buddy of his over who was going through a nasty divorce. And he was sort of mm-hmm. nursing him through mm-hmm. the situation. Yeah. So our neighbor across the street took offense. We tried to explain, but the explanation I got got lost somehow. My husband sent a note, and um, again, offense because my husband sent the note on his business stationery, so they took offense to that. And now, uh, your husband sent a note on what? On um, his stationery, which is business stationery, yeah. but that's sort of a guy thing too. He didn't yeah. do that purposely to show any kind of, yeah, um, you know. Okay, so you're wondering what to do at this stage, right? Yeah, I would like to make I would like to make the neighbor um, uh, neighborly feeling come back. And why don't and and I am uh, my guess is because you've had a long term history with them, it isn't like you just worked walked moved into this neighborhood. My guess is that they're missing it too, but they've painted themselves in a corner, this moral superiority corner, and they Mm -hmm. don't know how to get out of it either. So sometimes what helps is to say, Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds. That's it. A very quick ad. And then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. (laughs) Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. So sometimes what helps is to say, I miss us getting together, or I miss, I miss that, uh, that camaraderie we had, or you remind them of a fun time you had together where you were in hysterics because, oh, maybe the lawn clippings were dumped on someone's lawn, you know, something funny that happened, or when the kids were young, you remind them of one or two fun events and say, I miss those times. And then put the problem in their lap. What? Tell us what you, uh, we would love to, uh, to make amends somehow. Help us understand what, how to go about doing that. Because you don't know okay. what they're wanting. The note didn't help. The personal apology didn't help. You can't continue to joke about it because they're hurt. I mean, they're hurting. So you need to hear their hurt without over-explaining. When someone's right. hurting, the worst thing to say, if, I, if I'm feeling hurt because I went and arranged a whole party, so psyched because you were coming over. It was your idea. We're going to watch the fight together. And now I arranged this party and you're nursing somebody and you don't even care about me and and I did this mm-hmm. thinking we were buds, we were buddies, you know, mm-hmm. I am really put off and there's nothing you can do. I am just so hurting. Sometimes they just need to go through a period of feeling hurt and then they start to remember the better times. If you say, my gosh, you know, I I was just tossing that out as a guy thing and they say, well, listen, we did the party. We ordered the food, we got, we got ribs and we got uh, chips and we got, you know, all this delicious food 
And you say, oh my gosh, I had no idea you went through that. You need to be there as what, do what's called active listening rather than saying, yeah, but we really didn't mean it. The minute you go, yeah, but you're shifting the focus to yourself rather than really, really hearing the pain that they're going through. If you can hear the pain they're going through and summarize it back to them, oh my God, I can't believe that you ordered shrimp and you went through all this work and invited my best buddies there too and we weren't there for you. I apologize. I can see how upset you've been. Mm-hmm. So you can give those some of those ideas a shot, but even ask them, what does it take? You know, what would you like to do? And maybe plan to say, you know, when you feel like connecting again, or when you when you when something comes to your mind, give us a call. So you don't they don't need to answer you right away. Give them some thinking time. Mm-hmm. Listen, I like that. Okay, Deb, thank you so much for your call. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by Drs. Kenner and Locke. Here's an example of how gender differences can cause conflict. Jeffrey loved Cindy, but he was frustrated with her. When she would relate a bad experience with her family or boss, why didn't she take his advice? And she was always trying to pry him open, asking him how his day went, what he was thinking, what he felt about this or that, things he never thought much about or even felt compelled to think about. He felt more at home with the guys on the basketball court where there was no pressure to talk or analyze everything. He felt drained by Cindy's conversations about their relationship. How would they address this common pattern among partners? Cindy would need to learn to be clear about what she needs and Jeffrey could learn how to be a sympathetic listener. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and buy it at amazon.com.